0: That's just nostalgia right there is what that is. That's, <laughs> I love it. It's like, how do you preach this passage and not have Linus do the reading, right? I mean, come on. Um, I, at least I couldn't figure out a way around it. It seemed like the right thing to do. So <laughs> I, love, I love that when you talk about what Christmas is all about. And for me, the, the part of the story, the big story, um, is the story of the shepherds. It's not the only piece. It's, but when you look at the way that God met them, um, I think the, the thing that makes that part of the story so powerful is that here's this, these normal guys, these guys who were doing what they normally do, right? Shepherds doing shepherd things, just like doing the things that they were supposed to be doing, the normal parts of their lives, just going about their business on the fringes of their society, on the fringes of their town, and then God shows up, right? And there is light, and there's song, and there's celebration, and there's this, this huge invitation for them to, to step into a story that's way bigger than anything that they imagined that they were going to step into that night. And here they are, Jesus, or at least, at least God meeting them right where they are, inviting them to encounter Jesus, sending the good news of Jesus to them, and then sending them out. This is the, the, the piece that's so beautiful. Then taking them from this journey of you're in the field, in the darkness by yourself. You, you're invited in. You experience this Christ child, this Jesus Christ, God taking on flesh, dwelling among us. And then they go. And the story says that they, they, they went and they told everybody that they could see that they saw what they had seen and what they had heard, what they had experienced. And so their story bears light. Their, their story echoes in this, in this dark area that, that the people are longing and waiting for the Messiah to show up, that, that God meets someone, he meets this group of people. He, he invites them to encounter himself through Jesus Christ and then sends them out bearing light into the world around them. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful inspiring story for me as we talk about this light of Christmas, these Christmas lights that we're talking about this evening. The problem is, at least i found in my own life, and I've seen this play out in so many other kinds of scenarios, the problem is we can be inspired by a story. Right? We can be inspired by something we experience. We can be inspired by something we heard, like the story of the shepherds or the stories of the people that were part of this and not really enter into the story. Right? This is a bigger story that we're actually invited into, and I think it's possible for us to be inspired by a story without actually realizing that it's our story as well that we are also invited, that we are also invited not just to a knowledge but to, to an encounter. And then we're invited to having a, have a front row seat as as God shines light into the world around us through our stories. We have this tendency as people to, to settle in some version of, of something that feels comfortable. that doesn't require a lot of us. And so we go and we talk about from, from our own stories, our own um, spiritual lives, we tend to settle into something that... Um, That's maybe less than the whole story. It's not the beginning, the middle, and the end of what we see in in the shepherd's story in this moment. For some of us, we are stuck in this moment of feeling like we're on the outside looking in, right? Where we can identify with the shepherd's story, at least in the sense that, that we feel like we're on the fringes of society, we're on the fringes of maybe God is doing this extraordinary thing in some other people's lives, or there's, there's like general knowledge, we have this sense that God might be up to something, but, but we feel like for whatever reasons, we don't, we don't measure up or that God wouldn't want us to be part of it, or we're not invited in the same kind of way, and we have this perspective of being on the outside looking in. And that perspective is, is so broken, right? That perspective is so far off of what, what, what God is trying to show to us through the way that the Christmas story unfolded. That perspective makes us miss a huge part of the story, the invitation for us to come in from the fringes, for us to come from the outside looking in, to, to fully engaged and fully invited in as participants in the big story. Maybe for some of us, we're encountering something. Right? we 're starting to encounter this this jesus that's that 's capable and, and starting to work work a transformational journey or tr- transformational work in our lives but we have settled right we've settled for some comfortable place spiritually speaking that that doesn 't require much of us right we tend to drift towards some direction spiritually that that doesn 't require hard decisions that that doesn 't make us lay down the things that we don 't that we 're not interested in laying down that that we drift into a place that doesn 't require anything of us or much of us something that that makes us, it's like just enough, just enough of, of this Jesus, just enough of this spiritual journey to, to feel like we're okay, but not enough to really change us, right? That, that it's like this, this little bit, but, but not the whole thing, this, this, little, this little piece, but not transformation. And we're encountering, but we're, we're not being changed. So whether we're on the outside looking in or we're encountering and not being changed, or maybe some of us have, have stories where God has met us, where God has, has we have encountered God and has transformed us, that that, that life looks different, that our perspective has changed, that, that we've been given light, that, that when we run into dark moments in our own lives, that we have light that, that gives us hope. Or we have light that that we're that we've been given to, you know, to share with others. And, and the question is, are we actually letting the light shine in our stories, or are we keeping our stories? Quiet. We're not willing to share or we're not willing to, to remember when it gets dark that there is hope. Paul, the Apostle Paul, writing to one of his protégés by the name of Titus, is writing uh, years after Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. He's writing saying, this is what this meant for me. Right? Paul, as he's giving Titus instructions, as he's helping him understand the call that's been placed on his life, the, the journey that he is probably starting out on in this moment. In Titus chapter 3, he's, Paul writes this, he says, um, starting with his own story, he says, "...at one time, at one time we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another." which is not a great place, right? This is like, what a warm, fuzzy Christmas passage to be spending time in, right? But there's a but. There's this. There's this transformational turn that the passage takes. Paul says this, But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, he saved us. Not because of righteous things that we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. Paul says, Titus, there's a tendency that you might have to look at what might be the, close to the end of my story, right? The, the things that God has done in me, the things that, that God has done to, to transform me, that you're looking at me with a sense of, this guy has it together, this guy is a, a guy that I want to be like, that, that's worthy of emulation, that's, that's worthy of respect. And Paul says, you know, that might be true now. But don't forget, I, I have a journey, right? I have, I have a story that, that, that informs all of those things that, that who I am now isn't who I always was. And so Paul points back and says, look, it's not that I cleaned myself up. It's not that I made myself righteous. It's not that, that I somehow earned God's good favor. But he says, this Christ showed up for me. That while I was disobedient and foolish and deceived and enslaved and all those kinds of things, that, that that's my natural state, that's where I was. And then God in his goodness and in his mercy poured out, he poured out himself and made a way for me. So that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs. Having that hope of eternal life. That Paul is echoing something that I think is present and woven through the, the stories of the shepherds. That there's this thread that's woven through their stories. There's this, this, this thread that's woven through our own stories. It, it goes something like this. That, that we were a mess. All right, maybe for some of us, we're still working through some things, but, but we were a mess, but God showed up with his light and changed everything for us. That the light of Christmas shows us the way, it reveals what's real, it, it spreads through our stories. That it's an invitation, when we talk of the light of Christmas as an invitation to, to, be, to be able to see the light of Christmas, but then to see reality that, that the light of Christmas reveals, that, that we can look and, and see the ordinary in, the, in light of Christmas instead of coming from the ordinary and maybe the disappointments and the frustrations and all the things that, that just come with life and looking at Christmas with those same set of expectations of, of well, it's maybe not going to be everything we hoped it would be or it's going to let us down in some way. I'm just waiting for, the, for it to fall apart. But we look... We look and we see that God did what God promised that he would do, that he sent his son, that, that the light of Christmas shows up and, and we see that and then we, we perceive the ordinary in, the, in light of Christmas and not the other way around. That we allow what we perceive, that, that we allow the light of Christmas to reveal reality. And that's the, the thread that's woven through their stories. That's, that's Paul saying, Titus, as you go out and you serve, Titus is as, as you do things and you get to have a front row seat of, on, on things that God is doing that, that are simply amazing, these extraordinary things that God's going to do in your life that he's going to give you a front row seat on. He says, don't forget your story, right? There's this tendency as we journey, as we kind of like walk step by step by step of forgetting what some of those early steps looked like. And so Paul, modeling what this looks like, saying, Titus, don't forget the grace that was poured out. Titus, don't forget the road that you have walked. Don't forget that, that you were a sinner in need of a Savior, that, that God showed up for you right where you were while you were still a mess, and he made a way for you. He's saying, Titus, let that story burn in. You remember what that was like, so that when you go out, and when you begin to speak, and you begin to, to lead others, that, that you're, you're building it on the foundation of God's transforming work in your life. The light of christmas paul's saying don't look at me like i'm perfect don't look at me like i've got it all together look at me and and recognize it that everything good that i am is because jesus christ showed up for me that i was a mess and god sent jesus and that changed everything that's my story that's titus's story this paul speaking then it's as if paul and and then the the story of the shepherds and it's all this echoing and and it meets us in this moment It's like as if they're speaking across time to us saying our story is your story, right? That while we were still a mess, that God showed up, that he brought light into the darkness of our lives, that he invited us into an encounter with him that that would transform us To recognize that our story is their story or their story is our story to to recognize that we're called to not give up on the journey that that we're going to go step by step by step for some of us it's it's we're in the fields on the fringes of of whatever we're we're expecting and we're we're kind of going about the ordinary maybe we're not expecting to see god show up what it looked like for us to be expecting god to meet us where we are Right, Because that's what God does. That's the story of Christmas. That's the, the big story, the big theme, the thing that changes everything. And then to allow God to work one step at a time, that, that he, he took the, the shepherds one step after step after step after step of this transformational journey that they experienced. So the question is, what are we going to do about it? Right, if that's their story and that's the same kind of story that we're invited into, just like we do in our small groups here, we're invited to ask the question, if this is true, then what are we going to do about it? What, what does it look like for us to lean in, to, to actually allow Christmas to, to change how we see our stories? And I think the, the, the idea that, that there is a story, right? that there is a beginning, there's a middle, and then there's the outcome, that there's, there's kind of the end of, of what this actually looks like or the point of what, what it's all supposed to be, that, that it starts with us recognizing that we have been invited in that we were, whether, wherever we are on the journey, that we were invited in, that we are invited in, to recognize that maybe for some of us that are looking at this first step and it feels scary, right? Because we're having to let go of some things. We're, we're having to deal with some things that are true of our lives that we're not sure we want God to know about. We feel like we've made such a mess. So we've got so much fear. And we forget that the shepherds started out scared too, right? That, that the shepherds started out scared too and so the angel says, do not be afraid. This is good news, right? It's, it's going to require something of you, and there's this this, this thing that, that is going to change your perspective, and, and life is going to look different from this point on. And It's it's probably okay and probably natural for you to be scared, but don't be afraid. Don't let that be the thing that keeps you from taking the next step, to recognize that we are invited in, that, that we are changed through the encounter, right? The good news is that, that the story of Christmas isn't about us changing ourselves so that so that we can encounter Jesus, that we can clean ourselves up so that so we can be worthy to, to meet Jesus. The, the story of Christmas is that the encounter with Jesus changes us, right? That we are invited in, that, that, this, that this encounter is not that something that we're supposed to be changed to experience, but that the, the experience changes us. And so this evening, I'm inviting us to lean in to lean in, to, to not be so easily satisfied with with wherever it is that we've landed that's that's become normal for us that that's kind of the way that we get through the, the 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 enough of jesus and enough of this this spiritual life that that we feel that we feel okay but not so much that it requires something of us to to say because god showed up because this is true because we have been invited in because god is working this transformational work in me that I'm gonna lean in, I'm not going to be so easily satisfied. We lean in, we, we level up. It could be a leveling up of consistency in the in the in spiritual pursuits, it could be a leveling up of consistency in participating in a in a local church of intentionality saying there's going to be a thing that i'm going to fix my eyes on i'm going to i'm going to get after that thing in this coming year i'm going to spend time in scripture i'm going to spend time listening to god in prayer that i'm going to step up the level of intentionality that that my spiritual life won't be something that just happens to me or is is done in reaction to whatever comes my way but but it will be a proactive choice to say i'm living toward something that matters that i actually want to be moving in a direction that that makes sense to level up in consistency or intentionality, to, 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 to lean in and to level up, to recognize that we're invited in, we're changed through the encounter, and that our stories, our stories bear light, right? The, the things that God does in us change us, and that bears light. The, the testimony that we have of, of God meeting us right where we are and, and doing a transforming work in us is, is something that, that, that brings hope in the darkness, Right, for the, for the, the shepherds, as they went back to this ordinary life of theirs, as they, they go back to the same dark fields and the, and the sheep and life and all those things, they, they go back with a new story. They go back bearing the light that has come from the encounter that they had with this Christ child, knowing that in the darkness there's something more than darkness, that there's hope, that, that hope is dawning in the darkness that they are surrounded by that there's hope, that our stories, the, the pieces of light that, that, that of God at work in our lives, of, of those moments where we couldn't on our own strength move ourselves forward, that, that God showed up for us. These glimmers of light that give hope in our darkness, these glimmers of light that, that give hope in the darkness that others are experiencing. To recognize that the light of Christmas is something that invites us in, that, that as we experience and encounter this Christ, this Jesus Christ at Christmas, it changes us. And then our stories Our stories bear light. Let's pray. God, thank you. God, thank you for inviting us. God, thank you for the way that even this evening is is the story. Right? We were invited in. We were given this warm welcome and the hospitable hot chocolate and all those kinds of things, recognizing that we are invited to be part of this community, that we encounter something incredible, that, that we get a glimpse of the extraordinary in the midst of the ordinary. And the God that our stories bear light. I pray. God, I pray that you would give us perspective. I pray that you would help us see the way light is working in us and working through us, calling us forward. God, I pray that we would live, that we would live as a people of hope. And that we would go from this place bearing light. Amen.